Welcome back to the preview show brought to you by Last Man Standing with Loser Paul as ever. I'm your host, Harry Simeon, and on this edition, we'll be looking ahead to Arsenal's crucial Premier League clash on Sunday away at Everton. A trip to Goodison Park looms. Uh, we'll be looking ahead to that one, and I'll be joined by a very, very special guest. Joining me on the line for this week's preview show is a man who's made no less than 360 appearances representing both of these two clubs. So who better to assist me in doing this than the brilliant Kevin Campbell. Kevin, welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Harry. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It's an absolute pleasure to have you back on the show there. You know, really thankful because uh, I know you're really busy, so we do really, really appreciate it. No problem, mate. Pleasure. Great stuff. Kevin, um, I want to start off uh, by talking to you, of course, about, uh, obviously, you've got two, you've got more than two former clubs, but two of your former clubs go head to head this weekend. And we all know you're a gooner. And, you know, for that, you know, we, we respect you even more. But Kevin, this is a huge game coming up for Arsenal on Sunday, of course, a trip to Goodison Park, which is one of the few traditional old football uh, grounds that are left now in the Premier League. Would you not say, how do you think the atmosphere is going to be and what's that atmosphere like to play in? I think the atmosphere is going to be electric. Uh, Everton have, have hit a bit of form, which I'm sure the locals are, are very happy about because it, it was uh, getting into be a, a very difficult run of games. You know, Chelsea and West Ham and stuff and those sort of teams and then Arsenal. So, you know, getting two 2-0 two wins um, home and away is really good for the football club. So they'll be confident. I think it's always difficult for opposition if the home team could get the crowd involved. So a lot of the time, if Everton start fast, that engages the crowd and it makes life yeah. difficult for the opposition. But, you know, Arsenal, Arsenal's record at Goodison Park of late has been very good. Um, it's a, it's really a must-win game for 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 Arsenal, to be honest with you. Um, after getting such good results now and and, and being in a, such a uh, fantastic position, Arsenal really need to take the initiative in this game and and, and win the game. And um, I think Everton are going to put up a stern test, but I just think the momentum's with Arsenal right now. And um, but it should be a good game. It should be a really, really good game. Tough game, as expected at Goodison Park. Yeah, of course. I mean, nobody expects to go to Goodison Park and come away with anything without knowing that they've been in a battle. But before we talk more about Arsenal, I just want to get your thoughts on our opposition. Um, that's something that we really try and focus on, is to find out a little bit of, about the team that we're coming up against. And I, I did a commentary, actually, on Everton's win at West Ham at the weekend. So I was really impressed with them, but I was kind of a little bit unsure whether it was Everton being really good or West Ham being really bad. But Marco Silva's sort of time at Everton has been a little bit up and down, hasn't it? They they made it quite clear that they wanted him when he was at Watford. All of that happened. It, it wasn't the ideal move. He ended up getting his... Uh, uh, 
his wish, sorry, and going to Everton. But things haven't been that great. What's the opinion of Marco Silva in and around the club at the moment? Because I've heard fans say they like him and I've heard fans say they're not too sure still. Yeah, look, anytime there's there's results that, that yo-yo, you're going to get kind of a split amongst the, the fan base. I think what the fan base, it's difficult sometimes for a fan base to to say we're going to give a manager time because they don't, they actually don't know what the results are going to be. And there's been times where Everton have played well this season, but there's been long stretches where Everton just haven't looked right. And I, I, I put that down to there being so much unrest at the club, probably four, four managers were four or five managers were for different players as part of the squad. And Marco Silva only having summer last summer to really um, recruit because, you know, it's difficult when a new manager comes in, he's got to try and work out so fast who he keeps, who he lets go. You know, there's going to be times during the season where he's going to find out a lot about his players. So I think for Everton now, this summer is going to be, be going to be crucial for, for Marco Silva. But the fact of the matter is, Harry, they've, they've started hitting a bit of form and that always kind of brings the fans back on side. Yeah. You know, when the team starts playing well and winning games, especially significant games like Chelsea and, and West Ham away, it, it really does galvanise the fan base. And I think Marco Silva has earned the right to be able to get to the summer and then start really re reshaping this team because, you know, there's been, as I said, there's been times where they haven't performed, but when they have performed... They have looked good. I, I remember when they played Arsenal at the Emirates earlier on in the season. If it weren't for some bad finishing, you know, we could have lost that game. Everton yeah. were all over us for the first half an hour um, or probably 35 minutes. So, you know, I, I think it is a work in progress, but I think Marcus Hill would do very, is, is, has earned the right to be able to, to, to carry on in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. And one Everton player that I wanted to get your opinion on is, is uh, Calvert-Lewin because he is a centre-forward uh, and I know you were a great centre-forward. So it's interesting to hear your opinion on him. Now, I'd not seen that much of him this season and I kind of had this impression, This and it's wrong of me, you know, you have a preconception of a player and I thought, you know, this guy doesn't really score enough goals to warrant playing in that position. But I watched him very closely at the weekend and he gives you a real target. He works really hard and he gives you so much more than goals, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, 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 he's got good hold-up play. He's, uh, he's, he's quick. He'll run in behind. He's he's an all-round centre forward, which is which is very good. Uh, I think it might be. A, obviously, they have to they have to go with him right now because he seems to be the form guy. But you know, for him to be leading the line at a club like Everton um, is is a tough ask. So right now, he's doing a very good job. I think he probably needs somebody to play to play with as well, or and to learn from. I think Everton. Um, that's the only thing Everton are missing is that that killer striker. Yeah. Um, right about now, but hey, Calvert Lewin's in there doing a very good job um, at the moment, and I think he's earned the right to be able to to get some games because, you know, it has been a problem position for Everton. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, focusing back on Arsenal now, of course, Arsenal's form has really picked up, you know, f uh, from our last five Premier League games, we've won four of them. And the only draw was that respectable draw uh, away to Spurs. So things are, are looking good at Arsenal at the moment. 
you know, at the beginning of the season, we were all really positive. There was a little bit of a dip and it seems to have gotten back on track now. What do you think's changed? I just think it's, it's the players feeling a lot more comfortable working with the manager. Because remember, the manager still hasn't been at the club a year, a season yet. This is his first season. You know, went on a 22-game unbeaten run at, at, at one stage. But injuries and, and, and a bit of loss of form, because it still is basically the same team that finished the back-end six last season. You know, he's brought in a few additions, but realistically, it still is the same team. So I think Unai Emery's doing a good job of maximising some of the talent and, and, and what he's got at his disposal. Um, can it get better? Of course it can get better. We always want it to get better. But, you know, I was one of the guys who didn't think Arsenal would make the, the top four. But seeing that they're in the third position right now and um, everything's in their own hands, you know, I think Arsenal, they've, they've got to go for it because what a fantastic opportunity to make Champions League Absolutely. from the league where, you know, everyone kind of ripped you off. And uh, it will prove to be what a good job Unai Emery's done so far. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, uh, the concern amongst a lot of the fans is that we've got so many away games left and they are the type of away games that you could lose in. And of course, Arsenal's away form has been a little bit patchy this season as well. Do you, as a, an ex-player, is there? do you think that there's something sort of hanging over from last season in regards to the away form? Do you think that it's kind of a mentality issue and maybe they're not so confident going into these games? And that's why whilst the away form has improved, it hasn't improved dramatically. Yeah, I think it's the mindset of the of the team. When when you are a good when you're a top team and you 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 know you can win games away, you you have a certain mindset what you go into the games with because you know you can put the opposition to the sword. Now, Arsenal haven't had that in, in quite a while. And yeah, they have won some some very good games away from home this season, but in a sense our home form has been spectacular, but the away form has kind of been a little bit of our Achilles heel. But now it's coming down to, to the crunch time where results really matter. Yeah, I, I honestly think Unai Emery's got to get really aggressive and, and, and let teams know I'm playing Aubameyang and Lacazette. I'm playing all my guys in order to go and get those wins and, and put the fear of God in some of these teams because, you know, chopping and changing... I, I, Maybe won't won't cut it anymore. You need your big guns out there. I mean, there's only a few games left for the for the season now, so you know everybody's going to want to play. But I, I I definitely want that front two playing in every game because they could prove to be the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Is is there a concern that you know we're playing so many games in April that? Unai Emery has to rotate, but he has to rotate effectively, doesn't he? Because he can't afford to let the momentum drop. But at the same time, we're going to be playing two games a week. And, you know, there's we play on Sunday with Everton. We then play um, Napoli. And then we've got Watford on the Monday. And then Napoli again on the Thursday. He's going to have to use the squad, though, isn't he? And he's going to have to make sure that he doesn't disrupt that momentum too much. Uh, Harry, what you just mentioned there, that seems like there's more than enough time for players to recover. Yes, he will rotate the squad, and I'm sure he will rotate in certain positions. But this is really the crunch time of the season. I'm sure 
Aubameyang and Lacazette want to be the want to be the difference makers in all of those games because now it gets meaningful. So, you know, midfield might get rotated, maybe some in the defence might get rotated, but that strike partnership, I'd, I'd really like to see it flourish towards the end of the season now. And uh, I don't want Unite Emery to, to change those two up front. I want him <laughs> to play them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, we've we've seen how well they work together. We saw it again the other night with with Aubameyang's assist for Lacazette's goal. It was a brilliant finish, and they're two players that are playing with great confidence, aren't they? And and of course, you know, as I mentioned, there are lots of games. There's the Europa League. There's the Premier League. If you were Unai Emery, if you were in the dugout, would you look to prioritise one or the other, or do you think because of the way things have panned out, it, that would be silly? And he needs to, to to try and go for broke and try and achieve both, really? It, well, look, he has to go for both. And we always like silverware, don't we? We always like to say we've, we've won a trophy and put a pot on the side. Um, that just keeps the successful mentality of the club going. So... You could say the Europa League is is a priority, but now you find yourself in the in the third position in the in the Premier League. That has to be a priority as well. So you know the players have been rotated enough this season. I'm sure when it comes down to crunch, well, when it was when I was playing, everybody wanted to play in these games. You didn't want to be rotated, um, but I know Unai Emery does tend to tinker and. And, and change the team to, to suit the opposition. But I think we all know that those two up front can definitely be the difference makers in any game. So, fair enough, he might rotate some of the others, but I wouldn't rotate the front two. I'd, I'd want to play them as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Can't disagree with that. How do you see the game going on Sunday? Of course, we've already spoken about the atmosphere at Goodison Park. It's a very, very difficult place to go. Everton are on good form. We're on good form. How do you see this one going? It's tough to call, in my opinion. It is tough to call. Like I said, Everton have, have, have hit some real good form, which is great to see. Um, but I, I just think the onus is on Arsenal to go and win the game because because of the position that Arsenal are in, you know, they, they're going to have to show that they want it more than Everton. They're going to have to show that. And because of the record that they have at Goodison so of, of late, I think Arsenal are going to win it by the odd goal. Um, I really do. But it wouldn't surprise me if Everton got something out of the game. That's for sure, because they've been playing so well of late. But I just think Arsenal are going to shade it 2-1 or by the odd goal. Okay, interesting, interesting. I hope you're right, Kevin, as well. Um, And just finally, your thoughts on the Napoli tie. Um, That is obviously around the corner. Um, I personally feel that we're at a slight disadvantage the way that UEFA have switched the legs around, where we now play at home first, which for me is a little bit disappointing because... Napoli is a very intimidating place to go. You've played abroad. Um, you know, you would have gone uh, abroad with at, with Arsenal as well. How difficult is it going away from home in Europe against a very good side and, and remaining focused and composed and making sure that you don't get sort of caught out? Again, it's that mentality and mindset to, to go into another uh, football club's backyard and play them and, and, and look to beat them, especially after the first leg. I think the, the key to, to Arsenal getting through is going to be the first leg. I know it's 90 minutes and, and it's, it's only halfway, but I think going in with a, with a good lead 
into the second leg could prove to be crucial because with that with those boys up front we could score. Yeah. We know we could score goals. So going there with a, with probably a, a goal or two goal lead means that you know they they have to open up and, and try and attack us and I know with Lacazette and Aubameyang we definitely can score and if we could score one then that puts even more pressure on the home team so um that's what I believe Arsenal can do. Arsenal can win, but it will be a very, very difficult tie if we don't go to, to Napoli with a lead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Um, as I've already said, really, really, really appreciate it and uh, hope uh, to speak to you again soon. No problem, Harry. My pleasure. And take care and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. My thanks to the brilliant Kevin Campbell, super Kevin Campbell there, uh, giving us some insight uh, into Sunday's clash between Arsenal and Everton. Of course, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Chronicles underscore AFC. You can subscribe to us on YouTube or on iTunes. Please hit those like buttons, leave us reviews. You know the drill by now. Uh, a big thank you to every single one of you who voted for us uh, or nominated us up for the FBA uh, for the best podcast. Unfortunately, we didn't make the final this time around, but we'll be back um, and we'll give it another go next year. But a big thanks to every single one of you that did vote. I know there were lots of you, so uh, you know my thanks go out to you guys. Don't forget also to check out our new website, www.chroniclesafc.com, where we'll be putting out a daily blog going forward. That started uh, today, so do check that out um, and let us know what you think about it. We will be back next week to look back at the Everton game and, of course, look ahead to that crucial Europa League tie with Carlo Ancelotti's Napoli. <laughs>